Windshield time again. This is a special episode tonight. I say tonight because it is 8.26 on Saturday the 23rd of March. And I'm going to start this like any good uh, Coen Brothers movie or any good movie for the most part. Where they, where they start you at the end. And you know how it ends. And they go back and they connect all the middle parts of uh, where it ends. So where this one, where right now is I am rolling on Interstate 65 North. Just left exit 1 in Tennessee, north of Alabama. And man, was exit 1 hopping. Man, I thought I knew about all the party scenes in the state of Tennessee. But I did not know about the party that goes on at the two gas stations and the lottery ticket stop right off the exit across the line from Alabama when the Powerball lottery gets above $500 million. There was, there was people I'm pretty confident that were on there in, in the lottery place uh, for date night. That's how hopping it was. It was like a convenience store we stopped into uh, in the back of it, they had like tables, six foot tables set up and people just scratching off like, I mean, like like it's, like nobody's business. And there was like two or three couples and I'm no lie, I think it was either they were on the way to like a date night or that was their date night. Like kids and families and people were just scratching off tickets. So the last, let's see, going on about 30 some odd hours. Yesterday, Friday the 22nd at 10 o'clock. Evelyn, my oldest, the four-year-old, and I left Lebanon, Tennessee, pointed south, destination Jackson, Mississippi. So this episode, I will not only fill you in with the adventures of the last day or so, I'll fill you in on all the awful food that I've shoved in my face. Some of it worth it. Some of it was just junk food, uh, uh, road trip junk food that I would never eat. Got to set the bar high for the kids. So you'll probably get grossed out if you eat really healthy by listening to what I've eaten over the last day or so. So pulled out of Lebanon. We loaded up on snacks at the gas station. We fueled up, let Evelyn grab whatever she wanted. Got a couple roller hot dogs and held that in the parking lot. That would be the smoky cheddar roller hot dogs that just glisten when you walk through the door of the twice dailies with ketchup only. Get on down the road and plowed into a bag of ranch-flavored bugles. Yeah, if your fingers don't start swelling up after a, a bag of ranch-flavored bugles, yeah, that's just, that's just odd. It's like having like 10 margaritas the next day, the way you feel. Um, bag of cashews, bag of sunflower seeds. That's before we rolled into traffic right south of Huntsville, Alabama. We ran into traffic twice. Once was construction, twice was accidents. Uh, everybody just pumping their brakes for the most part. Uh, where did we stop? We stopped north of Birmingham. Evelyn had to go use the restroom. We went to a gas station that still had the outdoor, not outdoor, away from the separate bathrooms, you know, separate from the gas station. And she had to go in the women's bathroom, and it's just, it's not good. It's its just not never good, man. I mean, you just... It's just not good. I mean, she's, I know she's tired at this point of, uh, she's tired of going into the men's room with me, which aren't any better, but the women's bathroom aren't any better. 
So that one looked like somebody had had to pry the door open. It had a deadbolt, how you get locked in there, or maybe somebody was living there. I don't know. Uh, hit the Arby's next door. I got a roast beef sandwich, water. Evelyn got some chicken strips, I believe. Stephanie working at the counter. My order was uh, like 11.04. And I didn't have the four cents. But Stephanie was kind enough to give me the four cents. I'm saying that for a reason. Because you'll see the trend of just awesome people that we ran into. And I'm sure they're everywhere. I just notice it more. I just notice it more these days. Stephanie was awesome. Um, Got our food. Ran out. Forgot ketchup. Had to go back in and get the hand pump ketchup. Evelyn, of course, got most of it across her face while we were driving. But it's all good. Uh, rolled in through Birmingham, Tuscaloosa. Uh, right outside Tuscaloosa. Or not Tuscaloosa. Outside. I went to stop in Utah, E-U-T-A-W, Mississippi. At my normal Love's truck stop. But it was prepped for renovation. So we went across the street. to Or went across the interstate to another gas station. That uh, picked up... Uh, grabbed some coffee there and uh what else something else happened there i can't remember anyway oh no nothing just put air in the tires of the car evelyn pump gas for the first time four years old very proud of that then when uh headed on into jackson well right about 30 minutes before we got to jackson it's like this crazy red haze i'm proud of you for drinking all the water honey uh we got this crazy red cloud that covered the sky it was kind of interesting for about 10 miles I'll put up some pictures of it on my Instagram at the Neil McCormick. Uh, rolled on into Cathead Distillery. Um, that's where the first parade of the weekend started, the marching malfunction. That was always a good time. It had a really good uh, brass band playing. I had some pictures up of that too. Evelyn had delicious popcorn and threw bean bags and hung out. She rode a scooter for the first time, like a, like a Razor scooter, but it had two wheels in the back. Uh, she tried to take off down a ramp right out of the gate. That wasn't fun, but got to catch, catch up with a handful of friends. Um, buddy Ryan Bell was there. Excited to see him and catch up with him. He had his little boy out. Um, Brian Drennan, the owner of our distributor, or my former former distributor in Mississippi, in Jackson, just want like the minority of people in the beer distributor game. I mean, let's be honest. Most of them just get a bad rep of being kind of slimy pieces of crap. Probably because a lot of them are. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But most everybody I've dealt with in the distributor game, except for one person in the state of Mississippi, has been like family. And Brian is one of those people that just since the moment I met him and his dad was there, Frank, just everybody. It's just always been like bend over backwards awesome to me. So getting to catch up with Brian was pretty cool. Um, we ran off and forgot our wagon to pull Evelyn in the parade. I said we, as in me. Uh... And before I left the first stop in Jackson, I had two people offering to let me borrow their wagons. And the first one, uh, Ryan had an illness, didn't show up today, and that sucks. I heard you hear that. But buddy Tom had a backup wagon, let us borrow. It was awesome. Got a chance to catch up with Tom and his wife, Linda. Great, great folks. And uh, hug a lot more people in Mississippi. I don't know. It's just a weird comfort, feeling of comfort and home when I'm there. And um, just such great people. I mean, um, just and so many friends I only see like two or three times a year, but we all keep up with all the stuff going on in each other's lives. And 
Uh, one of the guys in my crew, Heath, his, uh, his brother had passed away here recently and, you know, a really tough spot, but being able to catch up and tell him you're thinking about him and, you know, never lost a brother. I lost some really close friends, but it's been able to catch up with him and other people that have stuff going on. Um, great. Parade started. Eveline did great. We just marched a handful of blocks over to Howlin' Mouse and party was there and then we walked back to our car a few blocks and downtown Jackson was interesting because I'd never remember all the street man people get out early like the night before and put like police caution tape and tents up and barricades and orange construction fence just to hold their spot for the parade the next day and it was crazy how many people had already gotten out on the parade route and marked off their spot and everything and did that for a few years when I first started going down there, but man, I'm glad I didn't have to get up at 6 a.m. this morning and do that. But, um, started walking back to the car. By this time, it's gotten dark. We got about two-thirds of the way there, and Brandy, one of the owners of the family, um, that owned Howlin' Miles, she's Howl's daughter, uh, just rolling by on a golf cart and picked, saw me from a distance in the dark carrying Eveline and pulled up and had us hop on and go down there and she's like why don't you call me you know I'm like I didn't get your number I didn't want to bother you I know you're busy but she was like never too busy we'll have the golf cart all day tomorrow if you need anything let us know and I'm like I appreciate it man and just good folks man just really I mean everybody just like I said you'll, you'll see the pattern through the weekend so um, yeah just uh, you know uh, picked up the car Eveline was was craving uh, in the meantime the first time we were at Howling Miles we ran into Robbie love Robbie to death known him for years he's a great dude that's always around everybody and catch up with him on the patio Eveline got a couple gumballs out of the machine inside the front door of Howling Miles for a quarter she was she was pretty excited about that um, but she got the lay of the, the building it was kind of fun little party but she started getting hungry wanted mac and cheese and then she said she wanted spaghetti and meatballs and sauce so uh, kicked around a few places. I was going to go to my buddy Jesse's place, Fine and Dandy, because he's got these ridiculous shakes that just blow your mind. Uh, and burgers, too. He just does a great job. But um, searched around, and I think we, we ended up going to a really good pizza place called uh, Salamugis. It's no Evansville pizza, but um, Eveline got her spaghetti and meatballs, which was really good. And they had these little bitty waxy, like, wet, like just think pipe cleaners but made out of wax that uh, stick together and you can do little designs and stuff with them. It's kind of what they're, one of their things they're known for, very family friendly. That was pretty fun, her messing with those. And um, we got some of the garlic bread was good. And then our, uh, our server, Blake, was pretty cool. He was all over the place. And I got a uh, sandwich. You can, get their, you can get their pizzas on your regular pizza or as a stromboli. And um, they had pretty good dough, pretty good bread. I got the sandwich, it was really good. And then some chocolate ice cream before we moseyed on over to uh, my buddy Todd's house. Todd's who I usually stay with when I'm down there. He's got got a new dog and cat, and Eveline was really happy playing with a dog and a cat. Uh, dog's a little hyper, but it's being a dog. It is what it is. And, uh, hung out and caught up with Todd a little bit, and um, ended up crashing and getting up first thing this morning for the parade festivities downtown. Got up and uh, cooked breakfast, fried potatoes and ham and eggs. And Evelyn ate her scrambled eggs really well. She did good, that and her ham. 
but it was cool because Todd's got his skillet from uh, his grandmother's old skillet. Uh, y'all heard me talk about the cast iron before, but it's like a, uh, a three-notch um, lodge. It was made from like mid-40s to mid-50s. And this thing was just like smooth as glass. I, I don't know why I get giddy just cooking in a really good well-seasoned skillet, but this one was freaking awesome. Um, like, to, you, like very little oil to cook eggs. It was just perfect, man. Kind of like cooking in a piece of history. Um, yeah, man. Then, you know, we got ready and headed out. Swung by uh, um, our buddy Byram owns a, uh, a coffee shop there in the Fonder neighborhood called Sneaky Beans. It's phenomenal. You sit on the porch, it's like sitting in your own front porch. You just feel like you need to be there. That in the Fonder neighborhood's always hopping. Got so much stuff going on, but this morning it was uh, across the streets the only Planned Parenthood clinic in the state of Mississippi so of course all the all the anti-abortion loons were out there screaming like lunatics um, swung by there and then uh, headed on down to Howlin' Mouse got parked got a great parking space rolled in and it's the first time that I've ever had a chance to get out and do any festive well I usually just stay there and drink when I drink but had Eveline with me, so we went over to the kids' parade in the kids' zone area, and they had a little jungle gym set up. She did that a couple times, and the kids' parade, they had it. It was literally just kids in a parade, just kids dressed up in St. Patrick's Day stuff, so I got Eveline a little number. I don't know what the numbers are for. Maybe they are giving out awards. I don't know, but signed her up, and she did her first kids' parade. It was pretty funny. They started playing Baby Shark, and everybody started losing their mind. Um, but yeah, then... Uh, Bought bought some bought some uh, some some wearables, little little tiara and stuff for her. Then um, walked on down, went back and um, met up my buddy Tom. I'll some videos I'll be posting of Evelyn and I walked around all the floats that were staging and getting ready and loaded up, all their music blaring and everything going on was just awesome, just so alive, so much good stuff going on. And uh, got the wagon, then we went back up to Howlin' Mouse. And um, while we were sitting there, um, Evelyn was wanting uh, to get another gumball out of the machine, and I didn't have any change on me. And I go, no, nah, we'll get some later. And one of the guys there from Howlin' Mouse overheard me. He goes, I got you, man. Dug a quarter out of his pocket. And I know it only seems like a quarter to most people, but I really appreciate it. Not that my kid needs another gumball, but... That they're just be, still being people like that that care or give a shit or pay attention. I'm not saying that I, people haven't wouldn't do that in, in my town I live in now, Lebanon. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Not that there's that many gumball machines in the town, but um, but yeah, I got ready, got her, got my sash and everything on, and went out, was hanging out, caught up with my buddy Chris. First time marching in the parade. Um, love that dude, man. Love, love, love that dude. He used to work at our distributor, man. Now he works as a rep for a liquor company. But caught up with him, saw a lot of old, other old faces, man. And just, I don't know. Again, just feeling like home at that point. Um, coffee from Byron's was awesome, too. Um, then we went down and um, got ready to stage, man. It was 75 degrees. Evelyn and she, she initially, Katie and Beth Ann, a couple other great friends, they had a wagon full of little uh, bite-sized packs like you would give out at Halloween of chocolate candy um, that Evelyn was going to ride in their wagon until it kind of set in of what was going on. And she 
had a little moment, but that's to be expected from a four-year-old, and she ended up getting in dad's wagon, and we pulled, we uh, went down and got ready to go on the parade. I had my hands full, but as we were going, the Grand Marshal's float was in front of us, and we were picking up beads and all kinds of stuff. She's got a really big bag full of stuff, but went down and started the parade, man, and it's, it's a lot to prepare for. I got some good pictures, and there's even more out there that I'll post on Instagram, but it's a lot. It's a lot. This is probably the biggest crowds, man. This is the first time I ever remember crowds coming out into the street. I mean, people just walking straight out into the street to get throws from you. And our canes are like these uh, silk roses that we hand out. And, man, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And it's, uh, it's a lot for an adult. It's just sensory overload. And to be completely honest, Todd and I were talking about it later, man. It's just, it's a lot. A lot of people, a lot of action, a lot of dancing, a lot of music, a lot of stuff going on, and we're starting the parade, so we're at the very beginning. When we, we finally wrapped up and got done, uh, about halfway, two-thirds of the way through the parade, Evelyn had to use the bathroom, and people hire their own porta johns and set them up so they don't have to worry about, you know, because there's not a lot of places in downtown Jackson to go. So I just pulled up closest barrier the wagon and said hey man my daughter needs to go and they're like oh come on you know and took her back there then I just used her port john and then jumped back into the parade and caught up with everybody and um, finished up the parade and then we went into to Howlin' Mouths uh, went into Howlin' Mouths and ordered six count of tamales and bowl of gumbo some chicken fingers for Eveline and french fries and some cheap chicken strip, cheese sticks, some sweet tea. It was hot, man. I was on sweet tea. It was hot out today. I plowed to those, uh, plowed to those tamales, man. Mississippi tamales, man. It's just a different world. It's just, I mean, I would eat them. I would literally, if I had the option to eat them every day, I did something that I could eat five days a week and never get tired of. They're not overly, they're not spicy. They're just well spiced. And then the gumbo and any soups that come out of Howlin' Mouths. Howl was known for making the best soup, period. When they have seafood bisque on there on Fridays, that shit sells out before lunchtime's even over. But the gumbo today was dead on, too, man. It's one of those things where if you have a good burger or a good steak, it's like, yeah, you can cook another one just as good at your, yourself. But gumbo... I don't, I'm not even naive enough to think that I could even get close. If you think that you, you probably could, just look up, just have a good gumbo, and then think whether you've got a decent shot. Just try go through the process of trying to do it, and then we can talk. It's just not easy. I know it's not easy. Because, like, even the worst gumbo in New Orleans is still pretty damn better than most in the world. But, um, yeah, man, today was a lot. So, uh, we had that, and then um, Evelyn and I and Todd headed out to get him back to his house. He had to let his dog out and said bye to some friends, and um, we got on the road. Um, first stop was right past Birmingham. No, it was right outside Huntsville. Got some good mileage. Evelyn slept a good bit. Right outside there, um, stopped at a... Love's truck stop, excuse me, and um, Love's truck stops always, it's my truck stop of choice, 
but uh, it was funny. This lady in front of me had gold teeth, and they gave her. They told her that like our cigarettes were seven dollars, and she's like, "Bah, I'm not paying seven dollars for those cigarettes." It's kind of funny. Uh, grabbed a Big Mac, some French fries. I never really eat fast food. Big Mac's still pretty damn solid. French fries are still pretty damn solid. Um, Avalon pumped gas for the second time in her life. Loaded back up in the car. Got going down the road, and that is what brought us to exit one in Tennessee. We rolled out of the car, went in there. Avalon had to use the bathroom. She was taking a little bit longer. She didn't want to go in the boys' bathroom again for the 20th time this weekend. And um, so we went in, and I'm waiting for her to get out of the girls' bathroom. And over here, some lady helping her just get her hands washed. I'm outside the door. She comes out, and I grab a nutrageous candy bar. And there are just people everywhere at this gas station. It's like ridiculous to me how many people are there buying scratch-off tickets and lottery tickets. But um, we get this nutrageous candy bar, and Evelyn wants a piece. So as we're walking through this parking lot, gravel parking lot to get back to our car I break off about a third of the candy bar and I give it to her and the other two thirds it looks like it got a little warm and the caramel leaked out and it's on the bottom of the candy bar and as I'm pulling the wrapper off it slips out of my hand and falls caramel side down in the parking lot I mean it, it should have been You should. in my mind I just heard the Womp, 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 music as I pick up and have all kinds of gravel sprinkles on the bottom of my candy bar. Yes, I said I picked it up. I'm not leaving it sitting there. But all told, let's see what exit we're at right now. Mile marker 33. 33. My cousin Jerry lives at 25. Uh, Stan's restaurant is 46 south of Franklin, Tennessee. And then after that, we'll be Columbia, and then we'll get on 840 and head over toward Lebanon. Should be getting home about 930. Take that back. Probably a little closer to 10. But it is what it is. I really miss being away from my family, even if it is for one night. Getting to catch up with a lot of friends. that take the family back down there. Spend a few days. Catch up with more folks. Maybe just start traveling around and doing pop-up cookouts, like over-fire cookouts, so I can just hang out with my friends. I got two or three friends that are chefs or in the food business that listen to this. So if you're down, shoot me a message if you listen to this. See a planet. It's a cook day where everybody just comes over and wants just to hang. Everybody bring their kids. I wasn't the only one that was pulling my kid in a, in a, in a, in a wagon in the parade. There was at least 25 or 30 more. So I know everybody else would be down, so... That's all I got. Heading on to the house. I appreciate everybody listening. This most recent episode is probably the most listened to episode I've had out there. And that makes me happy because I, it's probably the one prior to this is probably one of the episodes that I'm most proud of that I've put out there. I felt like I really hit my stride in the second half of that one. And feedback I've gotten from a couple different folks has kind of reinforced that. And it's not that that's why I'm, yeah, I'll take that back. This is a good piece of why I'm doing this. So the half is just document my own mortality and enjoying the ride but 
just hell if I guess if any of it other people see that there's other folks out there that realize how good shit is it's it's the least I could do if it only helps one person or not any helps if it only just reinforces what somebody else is thinking and what they have going on then so worth it so that's all I got from windshield time hope y'all have a good rest of your weekend or your week starts off right signing off from your old pal Neil here finalizing the road back home